With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode of the Golf Unfiltered podcast is brought to you by WorldwideGolfShops.com. Be sure to visit WorldwideGolfShops.com today to get some of the best deals on all the major brands in golf equipment and apparel. In fact, you'll probably find a lot of stuff that you'll hear from the brands that we have every week on our show. Once again, that's WorldwideGolfShops.com. You're listening to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, your source for in-depth interviews with the biggest names, brands, and personalities in golf. Our mission, to keep you informed and help you enjoy the game even more. And now, the owner and host of the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, Adam Fonseca. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam from GolfUnfiltered.com. You can follow us all over social media at Golf Unfiltered, and you can send us an email, golfunfiltered at gmail.com. Hello to our friends over at thehackersparadise.com if you're listening to this episode on the THP mobile app, and hello to our friends over at Cleveland and Strixon Golf. You guys know I'm playing their equipment all year. Had a little bit of tough time the other day on the golf course. Certainly had nothing to do with the equipment. Had everything to do with me. Luckily, I think I got it figured out, and I know you're all very happy for me. This week's episode, we welcome on, I think, the first golf fitness trainer that we've ever had, or most specifically, Mr. Kyle Pekka. He is a golf fitness instructor from Smart Golf and Fitness. It is a local uh, to the Chicagoland area uh, establishment. They have two locations that Kyle's going to tell you all about, where you can go and get your body right to play this game a little bit better. Uh, They also have golf lessons. They have fitness training, all this great stuff. And Kyle and I go into it in detail as far as some of the programs that they offer and other options that they have. So great conversation coming up in a bit. Before we get to that, though, I wanted to also remind everyone that if you like what we do here, please, 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 please go out to iTunes and rate us five stars. Give us a rating. Give us a review. That helps us out a lot. There's a lot of golf podcasts out there. If you listen to a lot of golf podcasts, they probably all say, there's a lot of golf podcasts out there. Well, there are. We would need your help to help us go a little bit higher on that list so that more people can listen to the things that we do here. Uh, also wanted to comment a little bit, just very briefly. On uh, last episode, I went off on a tangent for about 40 minutes <laughs> about uh, slow play at public golf courses. And I got to tell you, the reaction to that episode was much more than I thought it would be. Uh, I was called a few things, and I probably deserved it. Uh, but also, it really got a conversation going about slow play at your golf courses. A lot of you let reached out to me and let me know, hey, yeah, you know, this same stuff goes on at where I play. And that's not surprising. Unfortunately, it's not surprising. It's actually kind of sad. You know, we all love this game very much. If you're listening to this podcast, we get very nerdy, very golf nerdy on this show. Uh, And that means you love the game. If you stuck with us, that means you love the game. Stuff like what we talked about last episode with taking, you know, five, six hours to play a round of golf that is just a normal round of golf. I mean, that's just way too much. And a lot of you agreed with that. Now, I did get a lot of feedback uh, 
about the whole concept of having a minimum handicap requirement to play on the weekend. And a lot of you vehemently disagreed with that. And I, I totally get that. Believe me, I understand. I, I think in the episode myself, I mentioned this is probably a terrible idea. Well, I was right. <laughs> a lot of people felt the same way. Obviously, that's probably not the answer. But something has to be done. I think we would all agree that something has to be done with pace of play. And I don't know what that is, but I want to open the conversation up even further to anyone that either wants to come on the show. If you are at a golf course and you know what they've done there and you think that the pace of play is, is sped up or if it's uh, you know under four and a half hours, uh, that seems to be kind of like the consensus. You know what? Four and a half hours, if it's that long, not too bad. If it's under that, great. If it's over that, way too long. You know, reach out to us. We'd love to have you on the show. I want to learn a little bit more from you. I genuinely mean that. I want to learn about what other golf courses are doing, uh, about other systems that they've rolled out, because I think we could all learn from what is going on. And, you know, I continue to go back to something I mentioned in the final, in the last episode regarding, you know, skill level and etiquette. It's not one or the other only. I really believe that. Uh, I'm not saying that high handicap golfers are always slow. I mean, that's that's purely not the case. But it is a combination of the two. And so if you're listening to this and you listened to the previous episode, and if you hadn't, go back and do that. I think you might enjoy it. Let us know how you handle the etiquette thing, too, at your golf club or at your public golf course. Or what are some tips or techniques that you've seen other courses do? What are some things that you might do? on the golf course, when you approach that group in front of you that's taken forever, what do you say to them? You know, I'm sure a lot of people have different answers for that. So anyway, just wanted to mention that very briefly. Again, thank you to everybody who sent in a few emails, who, uh, you know, replied a little bit on social. Certainly thank you to everybody who is still chatting about the topic on the Hackers Paradise forum on the topic. You can go out to THP and check that out as well. But uh, yeah, I, mean, I think we're going to talk a little bit more about this topic because it is, it's just because it's so common. It's so common. And maybe we could do something about it. I don't know. At the very least, we could talk about it. All right. Well, that being said, sit back and relax. Once again, we are welcoming on Mr. Kyle Pekka. He is a golf fitness instructor from Smart Golf and Fitness here in the Chicagoland area. Hope you enjoy this conversation. Hope you go in and check them out. We'll be right back after a word from our friends at the Four Golfers Network. Hi, this is Bill Hobson from the Four Golfers Network podcast. And as you and I enjoy this episode of Golf Unfiltered with my friend Adam, I'm reminded of an indisputable reality. We, as golfers, are nuts. We chase a small ball around the planet, spending thousands of dollars in the effort to get that ball into a tiny hole. We then yell at the ball and curse it when it doesn't listen, even though it can't listen, it's a ball. This insanity is all part of the magic of the game, and it's what we celebrate on the Four Golfers Network podcast every Monday when a fresh episode comes your way on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeart, you know, all the places. So after you finish listening to Adam today, I'd love to have you check out the Four Golfers Network podcast, that's F-O-R-E, where we celebrate the game with top-name guests and an exploration of the things about golf that both drive us crazy and bring us back for more. I stink! The ball is just sitting there and I can't hit it! 
Welcome back, folks. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, very excited to welcome, I think, the first uh, golf fitness instructor that we've ever had on the episode, on uh, the podcast here. His name is Mr. Kyle Pekka. He is a golf fitness instructor uh, instructor for Smart Golf and Fitness. Kyle, uh, thanks so much for taking some time to talk with us today. I'm really interested in hearing what you have to say about golf fitness. Absolutely. I'm super excited to be here. So when we hear the thing, we hear a phrase like golf fitness, and we talk a lot about instruction, it's usually two separate things, at least in my experience. But you actually combine the two, and you actually instruct people for the purpose of being more fit with golf or while playing golf. Would that sound like a pretty decent summary of what it is that you do? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Uh, We uh, have golf fitness instructors then we have golf instructors and we work side by side so cool uh, we kind of give the full package nice and and so then you're located out of uh smart golf and fitness and where are you actually based out of so we have two locations we have an oak brook uh terrace location and we have a lincoln park location Uh, i'm at the lincoln park location which is uh around north and elston Mm -hmm. uh down in the city uh we're kind of like in a weird little side street but uh we are there (laughs) Uh, and it's kind of a little weird warehouse, but it's a very nice facility once you get inside. People are usually pretty surprised uh, when they open the door. So, Excellent. And, you know, you yeah. being a golf fitness instructor, I mean, obviously we're going to get into some details that our listeners can benefit from hearing, uh, you know, from an expert in this field. But before we get too far, Kyle, why don't you just give us a little bit of background about your experience in the game of golf, how you got involved with golf fitness? So I've been playing golf pretty much my whole life. Uh, I played in high school. Uh, didn't play as much in college, but I did work at a golf shop my senior year. So golf's always been a pretty big part of my life. After college, I went straight into personal training, essentially. And I had been training for a number of years. And then golf fitness started to become a thing. I was like, hey, I love golf. I've been doing the fitness thing for a while. And I wanted to get into golf fitness. I was fortunate enough to run into a uh, club rep like a equipment rep Hmm. uh down the street from my gym and he told me to go check out smart golf and fitness and i did and here's where we're at and so when you went and checked it out what was one of the first things that really drew you in to say hey you know what this is something i want to do i had been doing it a little bit in the previous gym that i was at and Hmm. i walked in and i didn't even realize the amount of uh, technology that we could possibly have for the golf instruction side of things and then coupling it all with the fitness and giving essentially what's a tour level experience to the everyday player is uh, something that this is exactly what I wanted to do. And that tour level experience, I mean, obviously that's something that a hot topic around pro- the professional game, of course, is fitness and, you know, there are pro people who say there are pros and cons, and some folks might say, no, people shouldn't be lifting weights. They're going to ruin their game, whereas the other side says, no, that's exactly what they should be doing. I'd imagine you probably lean more towards the uh, the latter there, right? Uh, I would definitely say I lean towards the latter. Uh, so we get a lot of people that come in, and they're like, oh, so is it mostly just stretching? Is it a lot of core work? And really the answer is it can be whatever you need it to be. So we get anybody from juniors to uh, people who have back pain, like you mentioned, uh, Mm -hmm. knee pain, shoulder pain, 
And then we get people who are trying to play professionally or at a very high amateur level. So we have a very wide range and each one of those people has very different needs. So it can be a little bit of everything. It can be, you know, heavy weightlifting and speed and power training. It can be corrective exercise to help uh, reduce pain or prevent injury. Uh, it can be mobility things just to help make it a little bit easier to swing the golf club. So it's pretty wide ranging. So you touched on a few of the potential benefits, of course, of, of golf fitness. And it, it sounds very similar to just fitness in general, where you're increasing mobility, you're, of course, increasing strength. I'd imagine that there's an increase in stamina as well. Uh, when you work with a new client, are these uh, are, are they surprised to hear that you can help with such a wide range of things? Or are they coming in for a very specific purpose? Uh, it is a little eye-opening for a number of people. They come in and they're really excited about the golf side of it because we have the track man, we have K-Vest, we have body track, we have high-speed cameras. So most of the stuff that all the tour players are using to dial in their swings, we have in our facility. And then they go over to the fitness side and they're like, I'm not entirely sure what we're doing here. And then we take them through a physical screen and we see how they're moving. We look for areas of uh, mobility issues or we look for areas of stability issues that can cause different uh, we call them swing characteristics or TPI calls them swing characteristics, mm-hmm. not swing faults. Mm-hmm. Um, but we find that there's a pretty tight correlation between different uh, physical capabilities and things that we might see in the golf swing. And pretty quickly they realize that that correlation is strong. And if we have an issue with mobility or stability, it's going to make that swing characteristic really hard to uh, correct in the golf swing. And so would you say that, well, maybe you just kind of touched on it a little bit with your answer there, but would you, would you then say that uh, boosting your fitness is one way that you could potentially fix a swing flaw? Uh, Absolutely. It really depends on what the swing flaw is. So uh, let me give you a couple examples. Sure. So a big issue that a lot of our people come in with is poor hip mobility, uh, internal and external rotation of the hip joint. Mm -hmm. And that's because they spend a lot of time sitting in cars, sitting on planes, sitting at desks, a lot of sitting nowadays. So if your hips don't turn properly, it gets really hard to load up in your leg in the backswing and then turn into your front leg in the downswing. So I'm sure you've seen people on the golf course that really sway back in their backswing. Oh yeah. Um, or even kind of do like uh, what's called a reverse spine, where as they're turning, they actually tilt back and almost lean their back towards the target. And that's just because limited hip mobility doesn't let you load up into that leg very well. Mm. So if we can improve that range of motion there, then we can load up a little bit better. And then on the flip side of the downswing, uh, limited hip mobility can cause you know a slide on the way through, which is basically the same as the sway on the way back, just going forward. Uh, or can cause early extension, which is a pretty common swing characteristic. And early extensions where instead of turning and finishing kind of towards the target, you mm-hmm. actually almost thrust more forward towards the golf ball. Yeah, and, I do again, that all the time. Tur- <laughs> a lot of people do. So yeah. I ever, I, anytime I see somebody with you know, limited hip mobility, I say, hey, do you ever like end up on your toes? Do you ever feel like you have to almost step out with your back foot to keep from falling forward? And they're like, actually, yeah, kind of. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So that's early extension. And if you can't turn into your left hip, it gets very difficult um, to not early extend. Because if you're trying to use the ground, that's pretty much the only option is to go forward. Right. Well, it's interesting because 
So that, that is definitely a swing flaw that I have, and it's something I'm working hard to correct. Um, maybe I should just come see you, actually. <laughs> Let's just do that. I know a uh, guy. <laughs> um, what's interesting, though, is that when I talk to players who are struggling with their, their golf swing or who might, you know, what the, they t- say to me, you know, I, I want to look like the guys on TV. And it's like, well, good luck. <laughs> but also a lot of it, too, is that they're actually compensating for these deficiencies in the way that they can move and they actually have they're actually still quite athletic i mean the the golf swing i'm not telling you anything new but the golf swing itself is so complex and the hand-eye coordination that's needed to really make those compensations to hit the ball at all it's so amazing really and i say all of that just to ask you what is the level of i guess i don't know athleticism or or athletic experience that a client should come in with or is that not even a consideration because i can imagine there are listeners who are listening to this saying you know what i'm never going to be a great golfer golf fitness isn't for me is that true um i would say no not at all so we uh, actually this is something we can talk about in a little more detail if you'd like sure we have what we call 11 characteristics that determine the rate you can make a swing change and i can list a couple of them but one of them is have you played any sports in the past if you've played sports sports that require a decent amount of hand-eye coordination that helps um, if you've never had any major injuries that helps um, if you're pretty active throughout the day that helps as well so uh, there are a number of factors again we can go through all 11 at some point if you'd like but <laughs> right um, everything kind of plays everything plays a role and it's not can you make the change it's how easy is it going to be and so when you say major injury, so I'll just use myself as an example. I have had ACL sure. reconstruction on my left leg. I'm a right-handed golfer. Um, I would imagine okay. that probably falls under the category of a major injury. I would say so, absolutely. And so I'm sure that that probably is very common among some of the clients that you see. Uh, and for the listener's sake, what are some other uh, injuries that might not seem major, but from a mobility standpoint and most specifically from a golf swing mobility standpoint, if they've experienced this type of injury in their life, they should definitely consider something like smart golf. So it can be honestly any injury because most people don't really understand uh, just how that injury is affecting them until they get screened. So most people are like, yeah, I think I'm pretty good. I'm in shape. I work out, I play basketball, I do whatever. And then we start putting them through the screen and they're like, hmm, maybe my hips don't move that well. Uh, another big one is shoulder mobility. You know, if you've ever, you know, tweaked something in your shoulder or broken a collarbone, torn something in your shoulder, mm-hmm. uh, you might lose a lot of mobility. And that can, you know, affect where that club gets to in the top of your backswing. And it can really have a major impact on where that club ends up. And so for those people who really want to hit those positions that they might see on the internet or in a magazine, or if they watch YouTube, uh, they actually have to start with a screening like this to understand exactly what their body can do. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. So we go through the screen and then after we go through the screen, we talk with the golf instructor that's working with them and we break down everything that we found. And we usually tell them, Hey, this is something that, we're probably not going to fix because he tore something uh, in his shoulder when he's younger and we might not ever get full mobility back. Or it's like, Hey, he's been sitting at a desk for a while. Uh, If we start actually working the muscles on the backside of his, 
backs out of his body, we can improve mobility, and now we can hit some of these new positions. Mm. So the screen is incredibly important. And even if it's not something that we can fix, it's something that the golf pro can then use to uh, develop a plan that's actually going to work for them. Uh, I'll give another example for the shoulders, actually. Sure. So I'm sure at some point you've heard somebody say, hey, tuck a head cover or a towel under your arm and keep that connected to your right side. Yep. If you don't have enough external rotation in your shoulder, it's going to be very difficult to keep that arm connected and Mm -hmm. still make a good golf swing. So let's say you did have some very bad shoulder injury at some point and you have 20 degrees less external rotation than you showed in your right shoulder and somebody's telling you to keep that head cover under there, you're going to get very, very frustrated. Hmm. So it would be my job to be able to tell the golf pro, hey, he's not going to be able to do that. And we're going to need to find a way to work around that and work within his physical capabilities. That's really interesting. And uh, you're one of the first people I've heard say that. And it makes complete sense to me, too, because, you know, we we don't often think of that correlation right off the bat. When we go and play golf and we want to improve our score, we either pick out a golf lesson or we might buy an instructional video or even a training aid. But we have to take a step back sometimes and really understand what our bodies can actually do, which may or may not be what that training aid, for example, is asking us to do. Is that right? Yeah. And that's, again, where this tour-proven approach that we use comes into play because Hmm. there are very few pros out there that have one guy that's doing it all. Uh, Granted, we only have golf and fitness, but they have golf coach, uh, nutritionist, fitness instructor, um, massage therapist, which we actually do have um, a physical therapist on staff. And we've got probably more people coming because we're actually going through an expansion right now. But, you know, it takes more than one person to, you know, see the whole picture. Hmm. That, that is interesting. We always hear about these teams, like you mentioned, that the players have. You know, I would love – I'll take any of those people. You know, I'll have a nutritionist if they're going to help yeah, me out. You know, I'm sure you would too. You know, it's interesting. I'm on your website, and listeners, the website is smartgolffitness.com. And, Kyle, I'm on your about page. And so you have a quote on here that says, Consistency is key. A perfect plan of action is useless if not executed to its fullest. I think that can apply to any fitness regimen. Uh, would you say that it's difficult for people just starting off with golf fitness to remain consistent? Yeah. I mean, just like it's difficult to stay consistent with almost anything. I mean, how many times have you tried to stick to a diet or a budget or right, right. Um, getting up at 5 a.m.? It's it's very difficult. So I think a lot of people come in with these like really grand plans of, hey, I'm going to do this um, every single day. And, you know, you have an off day or an off week or whatever, and it all kind of goes away. So our programs all involve a minimum of one golf lesson, one fitness uh, session per week. So we're at least seeing you once a week. And then we also ask that you come in and practice. Like once you're a member with us, you have full use of um, the facility. So you can use our short game area. You can use our track man with the high speed cameras and everything like that. So we just ask that you come in consistently and execute the plan that we give you. It's definitely consistency is key. And I mean, like you said, it can apply to anything, certainly in golf. And, you know, we talk a lot on this show about 
just the behaviors of amateur players. And most recently, you've been talking a lot about, um, you know, just practicing to improve your game. And I keep going back in my mind, listening to you about how people don't automatically think how they have to maintain their fitness. And that if they don't do that, if they don't remain consistent, that can lead to injury itself. Not only having an injury going into playing the game of golf, but now actually causing an injury because of the game of golf. And so uh, before you and I got going here, I talked a little bit about how I've, I struggle with lower back pain a lot. Uh, is that a pretty common uh, complaint? It, it's it's a very common complaint. So uh, well, I can't remember the number off the top of my head, but something like 80% of people have back pain at some point in their life, mm-hmm. um, which makes total sense to me. And uh, I believe going through the TPI course, which is the Titleist Performance Institute, it's kind of the leader in golf fitness. Uh, we find that about amateur golfers have what we call S posture, which is that little curve in the lower back mm-hmm. that really shouldn't be there. Yeah, right. At a one, if we have that S posture, we're putting a lot of strain on the back. Uh, the back's going to hurt. Two, it's going to limit how much you can rotate. And three, it's going to limit how much it's not working as they should and the glutes aren't working as they should. And I'm sure you've heard uh, Tiger saying it's supposed to activate in the glutes. Oh, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's so. Uh, yeah. li- listening to you know. talk, I'm sitting um, here uh, kind of like trying to adjust the way I'm sitting because <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you get that a lot. You explain something to somebody and they're trying to just adjust the way so they don't feel pain anymore. You, you have me very self-conscious right now. Uh, it's something that we, it's really hard to fix immediately, just like with any um, swing change or fitness change or anything like that it's not going to happen and oh, fixed done uh it's something you have to work out over time uh, like we've kind of been talking about uh so that's and why we do it repeatedly and that kind of gets into uh, what you're saying earlier where you know people are just going in and practicing and they're not really like focusing on it uh, we're big on deliberate practice in here and that comes from both the fitness side and the golf side and so for your memberships, and I'm, uh, again, listeners, the, the website is smartgolffitness.com. You can go to their program page or their membership page, rather, and they've got a few different options here. And, you know, listeners going and, and checking this out, the first thing they're going to see is that there's just a lot involved in each of these individual buckets. And, you know, some are more expensive than others, of course. But, for example, the, the lowest tier, which is a quarterly membership, features 24 total sessions. I mean, that's... That's an incredible amount of one-on-one time with uh, with you guys. Uh, maybe talk a little bit more about the different tiers of memberships. So our base membership is quarterly, and then after that we uh, can move into monthly programs. But we do like to develop habits right out of the gate. So the reason we do the three months is, I mean, anybody can stick with anything for a couple of weeks, but once you're doing it for three months, uh, you're much more likely to stick with it. And 24 sessions, if you really think about it, is one golf lesson, one fitness session a week for 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. And you should be working out a couple times a week anyways just to be a healthy adult. And if you are trying to make a swing change, a serious improvement to your game, uh, one lesson isn't going to fix everything. So seeing a coach every week for 12 weeks is going to help make some long-term changes. And not only that, we're going to teach you how to practice so that whether you're with us or not, you can still improve. Uh, there's a big difference between practicing and just hitting balls. Hitting balls, you might kind of figure something out. Practicing, you're actually making a significant change and you're going to see long-term improvement. 
it's it looks like a fantastic program regardless of any tier that you choose and you know kyle one of the questions that i know you probably get asked a lot is what if i'm unsure of which membership to take is there something that smart golf fitness also offers for those people that maybe just want to try it out so we do have what we call the express trial program it's one month Uh, one month at least gives us an offer (laughs) it's yeah it's at the bottom of the page ah i see it Uh, i see it now try it out Um, we do like people to do uh, at least one quarter because we want you to get better. Uh, we're not in the business of taking people in, giving them a lesson, sending them on their way, because if it doesn't stick, uh, then you're not going to be happy with your experience, but we're confident that over three months, you're going to be very happy with what you've accomplished. So we do have for people that want to give it a shot, um, what we call the express trial program. Uh, which can be upgraded into any of the other programs um, at the end of it. So it's, again, one fitness session, one golf lesson a week um, for one month. So it's four of each. And for those programs that, you know, you go through the trial program, you then, you know, want to upgrade to one of the other tiers. Uh, Listeners, just to give you an idea, you have the, the golf lessons. You've got the fitness sessions that Kyle's been talking about. You can also add additional golf lessons and fitness sessions, regardless of whatever tier you use. You also get unlimited simulator use. And so, like Kyle mentioned earlier, you could go in, you can practice to your heart's content. And that's something that's highly encouraged, if I understand what you said earlier. Right, Kyle? It- For sure is. Uh, And that's where the real value comes in, honestly, is you have that whole facility and all our technology at your disposal. So, again, it seems like a lot, but you should be working out a couple times a week anyways. Right. So there's your four fitness sessions. And then the golf lessons, uh, that's where you're going to see a big improvement in your game. And that's why most people come to our facility in the first place. Uh, The fitness is just a nice added benefit. Yeah, I mean, who who wouldn't want to say I'm going to work out and you're going to a golf fitness regimen? I mean, come on. If you're if you're considering wanting to get into a fitness program and you love the game of golf, I mean, this sounds like a no-brainer to me. And especially if you're in the local uh Chicagoland uh area as far as the suburbs go. So, Kyle, uh what else can we expect if we go out to smartgolffitness.com? Is there anything else that you want our listeners to know about the services you offer? Uh well, one big thing that is coming up is we are working on an expansion project. So currently, uh, our facility has uh, three teaching bays um, that have TrackMan and all our uh, high-speed cameras and everything like that. And we are moving down the street, actually, and we are expanding to six teaching bays. Nice. So double the practice facility, and uh, we're expanding the short game area and everything like that. So we're actually trying to make it kind of a country club in the city. Uh, One of the biggest gripes from people in the city is that it takes forever to get to a golf course. And basically, if they want to play golf, they're spending the entire day. So we're local. We're in the middle of the city. So uh, that, that's the big thing that's coming up at our facility at the moment. That's awesome. And it sounds like something that definitely, again, if you're in the area or even if you're in the surrounding states, come in, check them out. Again, it's Smart Golf Fitness. Kyle, really appreciate you coming on to the show today and teaching us a little bit about how we can make our bodies better to enjoy the game that we love. Oh, thank you. This is awesome.